buzz. St Helens, one of the most, probably the most famous rugby league club in England. 17 times they've been champions. They've been premiers the last four years in succession. 13 Challenge Cups. They've also twice been World Club Challenge winners. They're in Australia. They're in Sydney preparing to... They hope to win a third World Club Challenge against the Penrith Panthers, scheduled for February 18. Their CEO, Mike Rush, has been good enough to join us. Mike, good morning. Welcome to Sydney. How's, the, how's Sydney summer treating the players? Yeah, it's all right. It's a, probably a little bit warm for us this time of the year. We're used to snow, ice, wind and rain. So there's a slight difference, but we'll cope. Yeah. When did you actually arrive, Mike? And obviously it is the middle of winter in London. How, how quick have the players adapted on the training park going ahead? Because you are due to play the St George Dragons this weekend in a trial match. Yeah, we started to arrive in, in smallish groups from about uh, Wednesday evening onwards uh, with everybody in camp by sort of Friday evening. Um, so the players are, are, are well into it now and that was part of the, the plan that we got here early so that we could um, make sure that we gave the players every chance to to compete, um, you know, in this pre-season um, challenge. Hey, Mike, um, with the salary cap in the NRL, I honestly, although Penrith have won two in a row, I can't see an NRL side ever winning four titles in a row because of the cap and the fact that... It, how do you guys do it? How have you achieved this? Uh, look, the, but there might be a difference in the cap, but we're still regulated by a cap in the UK as well. And sure. I think the key to, to the club's success has been um, the production of its own young players, very similar to what Penrith have done. Um, but we probably had a little bit more joy keeping the group together. Um, and when you get some local kids that, that buy into the club, the likes of James Rover, who's you know, played over 500 games now for the club and club captain, Johnny Lomax, who plays at at six for, for us, that they're, they're since having born and bred boys who supported the club uh, as kids and, yeah. you know, are living out a dream, playing for the club. And, and so we probably get a lot of buy-in and, and players make sacrifices to keep the group together. I think that's what's probably most humble about this group is um, they do that consistently and 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 for a long time now. Yeah, and I guess um, particularly in recent times when you... You, you win those titles, a lot of your stars are going to have attractions and, and offers from bigger spending clubs in the NRL, but you've managed to keep your boys um, there, basically. I know James Graham came out for a while, but um, that they... Yeah, that... look, but J James was different. James from a very young age indicated mm. that he wanted to play in Australia. You know, he, he used to walk around the gym mm. taking off Ray Warren. Um, <laughs> commentary. So, yeah, well. James Graham was, was was different. Look, we lost Luke Thompson recently. Yeah. Um, off the back of uh, and Luke's a homegrown player, and uh, raised in St. Helens, he wanted that challenge. But everybody's different, uh, and I think you know all we can do at that given point in time, if a player gets to the end of his contract, is is listen and do the best that we can. Uh, and be respectful that everybody's got to make their own decisions in life and, and, and take their own path. Alex Wormsley's handy front rower, mate. At least he stayed. I, I, I've seen him play, and, and I think he's an outstanding middle forward. Yeah, big Alex. Um, probably got a lot of interest when he was over in the World Cup. Um, or the Four Nations, I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Um, maybe five, six years ago, and, and Alex stuck... Um, Stuck with the club, Alex. We bought Alex from Batley, which is like a championship side. So mm. 
taking somebody out the queue cup as an example and and he's been phenomenal for us and deserves all the accolades and credit he gets. He's a, a good human being and, and, and you know, really helps our team. But he's complemented brilliantly by the likes of Ignatius Passu, who's an NRL player, um, and Matty Lees, who's another homegrown player, and Lou McCarthy Scars, which although Alex gets the accolades, but there's a lot of other players around him that work really hard to enable him to, um, you know, play his, his part in, in that successful pack. Yeah, hey, Mike, you mentioned the World Cup. Obviously, that tournament seemed to be a success from back here. The good crowds, obviously, Australia won, so got plenty of interest back home. But also, we get to see a lot of Super League here on Fox Sports. The crowds seem to be really strong in the last three or four years. How is rugby league in England? Well, is the sport growing? Is the sport got a strong niche base there over there? Oh, look... It's it's traditionally a northern M62 sport um, at community level, grassroots level. It's countrywide now, which is tremendous. And 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 the rugby football league and the governing body deserve credit because we we now have you know kids and juniors and adults playing the length and breadth of the country mm. professionally. It's still dominated by that northern corridor. And um, crowds are strong. Yeah, can we do better? Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why you know we've got ING on board. Uh, and a new one for actually um, RL commercial to try and help us drive the game forward. And I'm sure Bud will agree with me. What we all need is a strong Super League and a strong NRL yeah. to give us a strong international team, to give us the best in, the best um, product for, for the world to see. And it's not good the NRL being super strong and Super, and super League lagging behind because you know that's not good for our game internationally. Can I get your opinion on a non-St. Helens player? I want to ask you about John Bateman, who has signed with the West Tigers, still waiting for him to arrive. There's been speculation West Tigers have paid too much, $800,000 a year over four years. Is John Bateman still the player who was two or three years ago? Oh, it's difficult, Buzz, because I don't, I don't have anything to do with John. Yeah, but you um, can say the enemy back home, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Wigan are our arch enemy, so I very rarely give you know any hmm. credit to a Wigan player. <laughs> and now, John's a quality, John's a quality player, and I'm sure um, coming back to the NRL, he'll be hungry and he'll, he'll want success. Um, yeah, he still is a great player. He showed that um, last season in Super League. Um, uh, look, can you overpay for a player? You pay what a player's worth at that given time. So. Hmm. Um, I'm sure John will be doing everything he can to justify that 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 uh, investment that West Tigers have made. While you're here, Mike, I'd love you to talk to a few NRL chief executives about your home ground at St Helens, and Brookvale Oval in Sydney, Shark Park, Leichhardt Oval is in desperate need of funding. I was there in 2020. You played the Roost. I love your home ground. How do you? How did you yeah. build that? Was that your money? Was it government money? But you play us off a break for facilities there. Uh, look again, we're, we're very fortunate because we've got a great board of directors, Heavy Bayern and Martin Michael, and, and and they work really hard to sell the land that the old stadium was on, right. in particular. Uh, get get that investment um, from the land that we had, which is now housing, um, and move. And we got a little bit of help from uh, the local council and a little bit of help from um, government. Uh, and then the owners and the directors funded the rest. And what it's allowed us to do is we control everything within the right. stadium. So when you came and you bought a pie and a pint, the profits for the pie and the pint come straight back into the club. 
Um, and that club then is able to be open 365 days of the year. And we try and work really hard for weddings, conferences. Uh, you seen last year we had a music concert, and mm. next year, or this year, sorry, we've got the Who playing at the stadium, um, and UB40. So we work really, really hard to make best use of the stadium. Um, but I think England is significantly different from Australia when it comes to stadium. Because I, I went to Bank West recently, and I've been to others, and the government plow a lot of money into stadiums rather than clubs. Sure. Um, so I don't know how that then flows through with any profits that are made on such big events. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Hey, um, just finally, Mike, obviously COVID robs St Helens of the chance to compete in the World Club Challenge in 2021 and 22, but it's on February 18. You've got to go to Penrith to take on the Panthers. It's a daunting prospect. Can St Helens win? Oh, look, I'm not in a position to make... Um, huge comments on winning or losing or anything else. All I can tell you is this is a phenomenal group of players that are very humble, work really, really hard, and probably 60, 65% of them are born and bred from telling boys who know that this could be one of the biggest victories in the club's 150th year. Mm. Um, we're 150 on wow. in November, uh, and what a great start that would be if we could come compete and take home a, a title that we've had twice before, but we haven't had since 2007, when I think Daniel Anderson beat the, well he did, Daniel Anderson beat the Brisbane Broncos at Bolton, so look, we know it's going to be a tough challenge, we're not disrespectful, um, but we wouldn't have dragged our backsides over here um, and given up playing in round one of our own competition if we weren't serious and we didn't want to compete on the field come um, Saturday 18th. Yep, we can't wait for it. Look, Mike, really appreciate you coming on and giving us an update on St Helens and their preparation towards the Dragons game next weekend. And then, of course, that World Club Challenge against the Penrith Panthers on February 18. Thanks for your time, Mike, and, and very best of luck with St Helens and the Panthers clash. Thanks, boys.